welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Sunday night from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford, the best in the business. TwoRiversFord.com is where you go for the Built For You program. You can start building your very own Ford vehicle, quality American-made Ford vehicle at TwoRiversFord.com today. DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code A2Z Sports is how you get in on all the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. We'll talk about it later because I've got a great offer for you in Super Bowl 56. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com. That's where you go for your dream address without the stress or to sell your home for more. And if you are in your home and you need satisfaction, guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs, Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac. Okay, so a fantastic, another spectacular day of football in the NFL. Championship weekend, Bengals and Rams, Bengals getting an overtime victory in Kansas City, coming back down 18 points, 27 to 24, the final in that game. I don't know if you're a Titans fan, if it makes you feel better that the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl, given that you lost to them. I don't know if you say, no, damn that. I don't want to see the Bengals advance after they beat the Titans. I think though that the story of Joe Burrow as one of the most root uh, the one of the most easy to root for quarterbacks in this tournament throughout the course of this thing and the storyline of the Cincinnati Bengals understanding that of course I know you wanted your team to win but now that the Titans have been eliminated well Bengals by far and away were the best team to kind of look at as the underdog story the best possible story now they're in the Super Bowl. And on the other side of this thing, as I was just watching him being interviewed by Aaron Andrews on Fox, is Matt Stafford, who was brought to L.A. specifically to get them back into the Super Bowl. Their future be damned, the salary implications, they've got to cut, you know, Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller, Odell Beckham Jr., Jalen Ramsey, stars all over the place, now they're back in the Super Bowl, and in fact, they're hosting. At home, uh, Darrington says, where's Jeff Garcia now on Twitter? And that's exactly right. Jeff Garcia can shut the hell up because Jimmy Garoppolo had a disastrous final two possessions. Now the Rams find themselves in the Super Bowl. So we're going to talk about this matchup. And in fact, that's where I want to start with your Two Rivers Ford take here on A to Z Sports Primetime. So happy to have you guys along for the ride. People are asking what Jeff Garcia said. Jeff Garcia went at our front, you know, not the, I think the football here is more important, but Jeff Garcia was being super sexist about Mina Kimes, not knowing enough about football because he didn't like her analysis of Jimmy Garoppolo. And guess who ended up being right? Because she watches more film than dumbass Jeff Garcia. Mina Kimes, who very, very cleanly laid it out as to why Jeff Garcia, or excuse me, why Jimmy Garoppolo was not the quarterback to get them over the top. And you know who was right? Mina. Suck it, Jeff. Anyway, let's not get caught up in petty media drama. Tonight is the night to talk about the football. So with that being said, I want to start with your Two Rivers Ford take on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. That's the question, or this is the question, that I would like to ask of you. What one word... Uh, describes the Bengals versus the Rams Super Bowl matchup. Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. 
Bengals and Rams in Los Angeles. What one word would you describe your interest level in the matchup? Are you intrigued? Are you disinterested? Are you bored by it? Are you not watching football because the Titans have gotten eliminated? Whatever you want, you can respond. Do so in the comment section. And while you do that, while you give me your Two Rivers Ford take, I will, of course, tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford has the best vehicles. They've got one of the largest selections in the state of Tennessee of quality American-made Ford vehicles, and their award-winning customer service will win you over, just as their non-commissioned sales staff will do as well. It's a fantastic experience when you go through the car search or the car buying process at Two Rivers Ford. I'm going through it myself. I'm very excited because I did the Built For You program. I got the exact Ford, the exact color with the exact customizable accessories that I want. My Ford Explorer is going to get delivered right to my door, courtesy of our friends at Two Rivers Ford. You can do the exact same thing at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So what one word do you use to describe this matchup? That's the question that I'm uh, that I'm interested in your perspective on. Corey D. Jackson says, looking more forward to a Super Bowl spread to the Super Bowl spread than the game, honestly. You know, I hate that that I hate that you feel that way, Corey, because it's a really good game. It's a really good game. PJ Craig says Bucks turnt right now. I mean, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> I wish I had a Sunday off because the Titans weren't playing. I no, I'm working today, so I did not have the opportunity to get after it. But I am excited about the football, man. This was so great to watch these games play out. Kansas City looks to be in control. They get up, I think it's 14-3 at the time of the Travis Kelsey touchdown. And at that point, you felt like Bengals didn't really have anything for him. And now listen, Patrick Mahomes lost this game, just as Ryan Tannehill lost the game against the Bengals a couple of weeks ago. So you can look at Patrick Mahomes and say, he is the, I won't say the sole reason why they're in the Super Bowl, because the Bengals had to make some plays. They were able to, uh, they were able to capitalize on turnovers, things of this nature. But from the standpoint of the football itself, I, you know, I hate that people feel like they're not excited about the game. And I can't imagine why that would be the case. Because when I kind of think about this matchup for me, and the question is, what one word um, do you think describes the matchup in Super Bowl 56 between the Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams? What one word describes it for me? The one word that describes it is storybook. Now that's one word. I promise I had to look it up to make sure it wasn't hyphenated. I feel like I could get away with a hyphenated word, but you know what I'm saying? Storybook is the word that I would use to describe this Super Bowl. Now for Derek R, he says it's boring, but I think Noctropolis kind of speak, kind of speaks to my point on YouTube when he says change is different teams. Been a long, long time since the Bengals were in the Super Bowl. Matt Stafford has been as plagued as any quarterback in football across almost, I mean, over a decade of being in the NFL with his inability to win playoff games until he came to the Rams, until they made the trade to make this thing work. Now, I understand why people would look at this and would say that, uh, that would say that for the purposes, that for the purposes of uh, the, Rams and their Super Bowl aspirations, well, why can't why can't the Titans do something like that too when it's a completely different situation? There were quarterback contracts 
that got swapped there, and it ended up working out in the Rams' favor in a big, big way. It's paid dividends for them, and now they have to capitalize. So you've got the storybook uh, storybook uh, element of what it is that the Rams are doing. They're at home. They're going to be the second team in NFL history to to as the as the the home occupant of the Super Bowl stadium play in their home stadium for the Super Bowl. Now, if they can, as the Bucs did last year in the weird pandemic season, if they can win, they can follow a trend that was never a thing until last season and kind of uh, break the mold that way. Then you have the Bengals, this young upstart team. It's unfortunate what happened to C.J. Uzoma, their tight end today, getting carted off, but Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. There's so many fun playmakers on that football team. So to me, the correct answer, or at least my answer, is storybook because I think there are so many great elements of this Bengals-Rams matchup. Um, uh, Lemetrius says the rigged NFL is trash. What's rigged about this, man? This doesn't do television ratings. Well, L.A. does television ratings, but Los Angeles, frankly, has to be interested in in the Rams. Now, maybe there will be more of a draw because they'll be in the Super Bowl and it is one of the larger television markets. So you got a pretty good shot. But if it was rigged, it would have been Patrick Mahomes. Um, it would have been Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because that is what would yield the biggest draw to this kind of a thing. So the NFL, uh, the NFL is rigged, uh, is not, it doesn't fit there because this does not the best outcome for the NFL as far as television ratings are concerned. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Lemetrius says, LA, I live there, Buck. Well, I'm, you know, then you know. Then you understand that it's more of a uh, – it's more. I don't know that it's more of a college sports town. It loves – LA loves baseball. They love the Lakers. Rams are pretty far down on the list. Dwayne Holiday says, you don't really believe – you really don't believe that, Buck? Of course I don't believe that. Of course. Don't be ridiculous, okay? Do not be out of your mind <laughs> uh, to say that the NFL is rigged. You guys are nuts if you think that. The only reason you think it's rigged is because your football team's not playing. And by the way, because the Chiefs just outright lost. Now, they did choke. Patrick Mahomes choked, I won't say nearly as bad as the Titans did, but he choked in his own right. And what I'll say to you is your football team had the best possible chance at taking down the Bengals, who now play in the Super Bowl, and you blew it. So if you're if if you want to talk about rigged, if you want to talk about rigged, you should look first internally at what your own football team did to fall short of taking advantage of the many multiple opportunities that they had to knock off the Bengals. They didn't do it. Now the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. That's a tough look at this point. Spoken like a Ravens fan, Bucks in the right field. I don't care, fan of whomever, like. Titans blew it, Chiefs blew it, Bengals in the Super Bowl. Congratulations to them. Uh, uh, Big Titan TV says, Buck can't admit that, guys. It would make everything he does a lie. Well, and there's probably some truth to that, right? I am I would have no idea what's going on. There's just some kind of, you know, NFL QAnon craziness swirling around, and the, the, the NFL is being basically decided in back rooms with uh, cigar smoke and Roger Goodell is scheming the crafting of lies as they rig the Super Bowl. No, don't be ridiculous. There's too much money involved in it. And yes, there is criminal amounts of money being made, but not quite criminal activity of rigging games, especially with the literal billions of dollars that are attached to this stuff in gambling. If it was ever 
the furthest it's ever been from being rigged. Now would be the time. Uh, Pop-Up Digital says, don't want to hear about Tannehill contract. Cap space isn't real. Look at the Rams. Go get a QB. Uh, Again, it's not about the Tannehill contract pop-up. Like, I'm not going to do the Tannehill show tonight. There'll be plenty of time to talk about Tannehill. The difference between the Tannehill situation and what the Rams did with Stafford sending golf to Detroit is there were quarterback contracts that were flipped plus draft draft capital. If you have somebody that is out there that wants to take Ryan Tannehill's contract, then we can talk about this. But until until such time as somebody wants to take Ryan Tannehill's contract off your hands, that's your quarterback, so you got to deal with it until such miraculous trade deals uh, uh, materialize because, by the way, Aaron Rodgers, still not available. Russell Wilson, still not available. So these two quarterbacks that a lot of Titans fans seem to be obsessed with are just at this point, as we sit here on Sunday, January the 30th, they are not legitimately attainable. So let go and let football God, right? Keelan Watson says, why haven't we heard from old Tana? I don't care. I don't want to talk about Tannehill, guys. Come on. Come on. We spent all week talking about Tannehill. It was a great Super Bowl happening. You guys want to get bogged down in Tannehill stuff? Again, I just, for what? Why? God, we'll talk about Tannehill all offseason. All offseason, for God's sakes. <laughs> for one night, let go of Tannehill. Uh, but with this one word, so storybook is my word. Joe Burrow, I thought, was great today, even if Patrick Mahomes really, really botched it in the second half of that game. This was Burrow on getting the Bengals to the Super Bowl. For a boy from Ohio to come back home and to take Cincinnati to the Super Bowl. What does this mean to the state, to Cincinnati, and to you? That's something I'm really proud of, being from Ohio, being a quarterback of the Bengals, two and a half hours from my hometown. This is something I've always wanted, playing the Super Bowl, and I couldn't be with a better group of guys. Congratulations, Joe. You're heading to Los Angeles. The Cincinnati Bengals are the AFC champions. The Lamar Hunt Trophy is in their possession. So that's Jim Nance awarding the trophy to Joe Burrow. The video courtesy of CBS, the NFL on CBS, uh, Joe Burrow heading to the Super Bowl. My one word storybook will get into more of the conversation around these two games. Again, Bengals beating the Chiefs 27 to 24 in overtime. The Rams at home defeating the San Francisco 49ers, uh, avoiding a three game sweep of the season because, of course, the Niners did sweep the Rams in the regular season. Talk more about this here in just a second, right after I remind you about the great offers that DraftKings Sportsbook has. The moment that we've all been waiting for since September. It's finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the end of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. So you can bet just $5 on either the Rams or the Bengals. And if whichever team you bet wins, you get $280 in free bets. If you're not a new customer, you can experience Super Bowl 56 with same game parlays that allow you to combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever it is that you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code A2Z Sports, which you see directly in front of me. Get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just five bucks and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. 
That's promo code A to Z Sports at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. Must be 21 or older. Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, with all that being said, I think this is an exciting game. Earl Moran says Bengals by three. Yeah, I'll, I'd be curious to see how this, how what this game opens at on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, right? One would assume, I mean, the Rams have to be favored given one that it's in Los Angeles, even though Super Bowl is different, right? There's not necessarily a home field advantage or, you know, it's all kinds of corporate sponsors. It's people who aren't really as attached to the team. You'll have some fans for, you'll have more Rams fans, I imagine, than you would Bengals fans, but still. Like, there's a lot of corporate elements to the Super Bowl that kind of take the home field advantage or make it a little less than. Now, with everything else, with everything else that you look at uh, by this, I think this is a really, really interesting matchup. But, you know, the Bengals should be the underdogs in this because for as long as Joe Burrow is playing behind that offensive line and Aaron Donald is on the other side of this game, it's going to get really, really interesting. Rams minus three and a half. Um, I honestly, I honestly think that line, unless that, unless 111 Keith has said that on Twitter, um, if the, if it opens up at something, I'd be curious to know if it opens up at something bigger than that and then moves, uh, moves down a little bit, gets bet down as we kind of go through the week opened at Rams minus four, but quickly moved to three and a half. That's from Derickler on Twitch. So thank you guys very much for keeping us updated on that. Um, with all this being said, you know, I think it's a great game. I think I'm, I'm very intrigued. I'm going to be in LA, by the way, you guys are coming to LA with me. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to do my, my radio show on radio row at Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles. And so we're going to, you know, we're going to take the whole gang out to Super Bowl 56 and I'm excited to have you guys with me and we'll, uh, we'll look forward to doing that both on the primetime show and, uh, and as a result of the radio show being out there. Also, we're going to senior bowl, um, that reminds me, tomorrow Luke Worsham is going to be sitting in for me. I'm going to be flying down to Mobile, Alabama, where, of course, the Senior Bowl is throughout the course this week, and we're going to have great content there for, for you as we kind of ramp up to draft as we wait to, you know, this is going to be the Pro Bowl week. So we'll talk draft this week from Mobile, Alabama. You guys are coming with me to Alabama and then next week to L.A. So it'll be a big uh, big time. Cam TC 13 on Twitter ask is Lucas going with you no uh neither producer reed of the primetime show and uh and producer lucas of the radio show both of them are having to stay back here in nashville because somebody needs to make sure that the uh that the two shows get off the ground and i am physically incapable of doing anything for myself so unfortunately they don't get to go with me but uh it'll be fun either way so let's talk about let's talk about this tom brady thing uh because MB says, what a boring Super Bowl. I strongly, strongly disagree. I think this is a tremendous Super Bowl, but, you know, everybody's entitled to your opinion. Uh, so let's talk about Tom Brady and what the hell happened on Saturday because this is still something that is one of the biggest stories in the NFL outside of the way that the Super Bowl matchup was just decided. Um, so the question that I want to ask you is this. Do you think Tom Brady actually retired yesterday? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together. Do you think that Tom Brady actually retired yesterday? Because this is something 
that uh, remains undecided as we sit here talking about it on Sunday night after the news, quote unquote, broke on Saturday morning. We'll talk about it together. Let me know how you feel about it in the comment section. And while you do that, I will tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address. Without the stress, the Ashton Real Estate Group is the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Primetime. GaryAshton.com will get you the Intel Edge, which is exactly what you need to succeed in this ridiculous Nashville real estate market. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So I want to talk about Tom Brady because this uh, this shit is honestly ridiculous. What happened yesterday? With Tom Brady, it would have been my lead tonight if the games this weekend or this on on Sunday weren't so much fun. Um, Ed is for UT says no official announcement, and that is correct. But so here's here's kind of the. In fact, let me not complicate things by uh, bogging it down from my perspective. I'm going to let you hear from me and Rappaport, who did not break the news but did confirm it from Adam Schefter and Jeff Tarlington of ESPN that Tom Brady does in fact intend to retire. Yeah, this is Tom Brady's plan and really no surprise when you consider his comments on his own podcast just a couple days ago. You know, Brady has been adamant for years and years and years. They wanted to play to 45 years old, uh, wanted to kind of keep going and see maybe he could reach 50 and that he still felt like he was capable of playing. And then suddenly the conversation shifted a little bit. And, you know, as recently as last week, Tom Brady was telling people he wasn't quite sure. And he was, I would say, seriously considering retirement. He was weighing retirement. Then he started talking on his podcast about family, about doing what's right for his family, about making sure uh, that he spent enough time with his children, about uh, possibly stepping away from the game. And now he is expected to do this. It didn't seem like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got a chance to make a final pitch to keep him. Instead, the quarterback who probably drew as much publicity as anyone over the course of the last two decades walks away on a Saturday afternoon without an announcement except for his own company chiming in on Twitter with congratulations. All right, so that's Ian Rappaport, and I'm I'm watching the reaction to this as the video's playing out. By the way, welcome back. A to Z Sports Prime Time, Drafting Sportsbook Studios, promo code A to Z Sports is how you get in on all the action, um, a lot of people are saying, you know, Schefter effed up again from Troy Anderson. Joshua Bennett on Facebook Live. Schefter is officially not an insider after this gaffe. And you guys, uh, Josh says ESPN botched the report. It's not official. Let the man come out and make it official. You guys, you're missing the point. And this is why I wanted to talk about this. This is, honestly, I thought this was probably going to be a bigger topic. I could have done a whole show on it show on it tonight but you know the football was great and so we needed to talk about the football as well given that there was a Super Bowl set tonight but with the Adam Schefter thing Adam Schefter Ian Rappaport and Jeff Darlington all three of these guys had the same story Schefter and Darlington reported it first Rappaport confirmed it now why this is interesting is because people for some reason, and and I understand, Schefter has had a couple of slip-ups uh, really since the Aaron Rodgers thing back in the, uh, I think that was the 2021 draft, right? The most recent NFL draft with the Aaron Rodgers thing where he's kind of being 
fast and loose a little bit with the journalism element of it, but he knows he's right, so he runs with it and he teases it. Like uh, it was funny to watch it live on on the draft coverage. He teased that air like Laura Rutledge. They were hosting NFL Live, and Adam Schefter goes, "You know what, Laura? I got some breaking news for you coming up on the other side of the break." Like this man had the stones to get up there with probably the biggest news, and it was the biggest news of the offseason, which is that Aaron Rodgers wanted to trade. Now Schefter was right there, but he did it incorrectly by I think most standards of journalism. Then you have the uh, the Mr. Editor thing with the Washington football team, right? Where the th- uh, uh, emails are released or co- uh, trans, what is it? Trans, transpondence, I think is the word. Anyway, communication between Schefter and uh, the former president of the Washington football team, where he's calling the Mr. Editor to make sure that he got things uh, told correctly from the standpoint of the Washington football team president while working on a story. Not a great look, but also kind of lets people in on what's happening. Now, Schefter with the Derrick Henry thing is his biggest defense here locally, right? Said Derrick Henry was done for the season, got that incorrect as well. And now this, but it wasn't just Schefter. If Schefter was alone out on an island with this, then I would think this was interesting. But Jeff Darlington, hugely credible, who first broke the news that Tom Brady was not going to return to the New England Patriots, Hugely credible Jeff Darlington on the correspondence. Thank you, 111 Keith. Jeff Darlington, hugely credible on Tom Brady stuff. Adam Schefter, by far and away, the biggest NFL insider, even if you don't want to give him all the credit that Adam Schefter has very, very much earned over the course of his career, even if he's uh, been less credible lately. Schefter, Darlington, and Ian Rappaport. And here's why Ian Rappaport is the key part of this. Because Ian Rappaport works for the league's own network. That is owned by ownership. ESPN and the NFL Network, there are too many lawyers involved. If you screw a story like this up, this gets corporately vetted. This gets journalistically vetted. This was not botched. All three of these guys are out there strongly saying he's going to retire. He just hasn't done it yet. So instead of peppering Schefter, because I know people are looking. And listen, I'm not saying that Schefter has done everything right. This year, it's clear, and you guys are seeing some of this, that he hasn't done everything right, or at least up to the standard that I think most people had in their heads. Um, e Short says, Buck, are reporters allowed to botch stuff like this if it ends up there wrong? Any repercussions? Yeah, listen, if they get, here's what I'll say, E Short, if they get this wrong, it's a fireable offense. I mean, it's that that's how serious this is. That's why I very, very much believe it, because it's not just that Schefter would be uh, in trouble. It's not just that Darlington would be in trouble or Rappaport. It would be that ESPN and the NFL Network would be in legal hot water if they screwed this thing up. It is going through an army of lawyers before it ever sees the light of day on social media. That's why I trust the reporting. Tom Brady, somebody in his camp, let this thing slip. And in fact, Mike Giardi, who's based out of Boston, who's covered the Patriots for almost 20 years, I'm pretty sure Mike has, works for the NFL Network. Mike's going to be on the radio show tomorrow. He actually talked to Tom Brady's dad about this. Tom Brady's dad was denying all of this to Mike Giardi. And what Giardi texted me yesterday confirms this belief that somebody in Brady's camp let this thing go too early. Uh, Really, really bad. uh, Really, really bad stuff. So, again, if they got it wrong, which they have not, even though people are publicly trying to bury Schefter, then it is 
a legitimately big issue for not just Schefter, Rappaport, and Darlington, but for their employers. For their employers. That's why I believe the reporting on this, because there are too many reasons why ESPN shouldn't, uh, we would never let that thing see the light of day. Uh, you sound like a district attorney, says Eric Lewis. Well, no, listen, I mean, not a district attorney. I just, I know how, I don't, I, I don't work at a major network, right? I, well, I mean, I work for a corporate radio company in Cumulus. A to Z is locally owned, but there are, there are things that I understand about the industry. And I, I have a bunch of friends who work for networks. For God's sakes, my agent used to, my agent used to staff all of the talent on ESPN. Like they understand, I have a fundamental understanding of how my industry works, right? And that's my job to be able to relate that to you guys. Cause I saw a lot of people trying to take Schefter for a walk yesterday. And while he may have deserved it at different points this season, uh, in no way, shape, or form, what Adam Schefter did yesterday uh, constitute that. This is something that when when they get it right, Adam Schefter, I mean, people aren't going to be like, oh, Adam, we're so sorry for the way that we went at you. No, of course not, because that's not how it works. But I thought Adam Schefter was wrongly was done wrongly yesterday, because this is not something that they would put their names on if they didn't have 1,000% accuracy on it. MB says, I trust Brady's dad over Schefter anytime. I don't put much stock in these media guys' reports. Trust when the player releases the info himself. And, you know, maybe that's just maybe that's just where we are, MB. And you probably speak for a ton of people, right? Uh, there, are, there are a lot of people, and I don't, I don't want to do a whole media show, right, because we're talking about football tonight. Um, but there are a lot of people who just, who just hate media. And there are a lot of people in media who have ruined it for the rest of us um, because of a lack of credibility. Um, so what I'll say to you is that there was damage done to the relationship between public and media. Some, some of it media, a lot of it media's fault. And now media has to suffer the consequences of people just aren't necessarily going to trust what they say. Um, and I hate that. I hate that because there's a lot of good people out there doing good work and it ruins it for the rest of us when something can be kind of turned on its head and, and weaponized really in a way that I hate. Um, why is Tom Brady senior denying the leaks? Uh, he said fake news. Well, probably cause they didn't want the shit out there yet. Ed, like people lie all the time. And, and if, if I'm going to say that Tom Brady senior is being not totally transparent. Okay. Um, I, I also understand people who would say, well, why, why can you say that about Tom Brady senior senior and not about Adam Schefter? Cause Tom Brady Sr. doesn't lose his job if, you know, Tom Brady retires in a month, right? Like Brady could let them sweat it out for a month and then retire, and people would still bury Adam Schefter for the next month. Um, I think that there's a <laughs> I mean, – we were having a very serious conversation, and then I laugh because Jacob Watts says Antonio Brown linked it. <laughs> I want that to be true so badly, <laughs> just to put – just to bring the Antonio Brown um, saga full circle. My God, wouldn't that be tremendous if Antonio Brown leaked it? Of course, that's not the truth because one person I'm certain Tom Brady's not talking to right now is damn Antonio Brown because Antonio Brown is trying to drag Tom Brady through these streets. All right, let's move on. I don't want to get it. I don't want to get bogged down in a media conversation. We can talk more about it on the radio show tomorrow because Giardi's going to be there and he can tell you exactly why he thinks. 
Tom Brady Sr. denied it so strongly directly to Giardi, uh, which was making the rounds yesterday. Um, all right, let's do this as a free site on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and tw- actually let's let's I wanna I wanna get to I wanna get to one comment here quickly about Schefter, because I think that there is a uh, that there is an interesting angle to this thing. Uh what Lee Howard says, uh, what Lee Howard says is a lot of people hate media. Makes me think of Rabel to press conference. And Mike, Mike doesn't Mike doesn't mess with us at all, right? Like, I don't know that Mike outright Mike Mike will hate any one of us in particular on any given day. And I understand why Mike doesn't like the press conference. I understand I understand why we're bad, and I include myself, even though I'm not I don't get to be there every day anymore. I'll go to I'll go to press conferences. You know, I'm lucky if I get there twice a week, right? Because I'm there every Sunday after the game, but my radio slot is right during their practice time. So I I don't get to go to a ton of press conferences anymore. But when I'm there, and really more when I'm watching them on YouTube, when they're simulcast now, since I'm doing these, since I'm in the radio studio while these are on, a lot of times what I'll see is we're just, we're super inefficient, super inefficient about press conferences. Like some of us aren't necessarily listening all the time because we're focused on what is our question, when we're going to ask it to Mike Vrabel. You're trying to elbow Teresa and Paul Attaway and Wyatt because he's got 75 questions to get your question out. You're focused on tweeting it out first before anybody else. You got Kaharski out there taking videos of Derrick Henry's feet. Like there's a bunch of shit going on at a press conference. And so, one, if you don't, if you, I don't understand why people don't write down their questions. Like the the length of time that it takes people to get their questions out is intolerable to me. Vrabel gets pissed about that because his entire life is, and football coaches, their entire lives are built around efficiency, and we are hugely, hugely inefficient. This is me acknowledging that. It drives me crazy. Um, And also acknowledging that I've asked plenty of shitty questions, plenty of shitty questions in my life. I've asked questions that he's already answered, but I didn't hear it because I'm focused on tweeting out what he said to the previous question, right? So there's a a lot of that kind of stuff that goes into why Mike doesn't love press conferences. Um, but with all that being said, uh, somebody brought it up. Somebody brought it up earlier um, that Schefter's an attention whore. And I wanted to get back to that. Okay. Schefter is known as a sorry attention whore anyway. And that's from Brandon, Brandon Huggard on Facebook live. Now Schefter didn't, that's pretty recent. Right, like I don't think people had that opinion of Adam Schefter a year and a half ago. Like I think that's a very, very new thing with Schefter, and you are starting to see some of the stuff with Schefter that makes his credibility less than. Uh, and I don't, I don't know Adam. I, I'm just, I'm just working through this from my own standpoint because I've always taken Adam Schefter's word as gospel because he reports on all the, all, he gets all of the information. Right, he's beating locals. Not just here in Nashville, but he's beaten him in New York. He's beaten him in San Francisco. He's beaten him in Vegas. Like he's beaten him in Denver, wherever, right? So I've always, always considered Schefter one of the most credible people out there. But then when you start to see some of this stuff get exposed and also having, you know, insider, whatever you want to call it, like I get how my business works to a degree. Schefter's operating on a much larger scale. Um but attention, I think that I think that part, because Brennan, you're not alone in that, but I think that part of it is new. And I don't know when 
things kind of shifted in the anti-Schefter direction because um, he hasn't gotten it wrong. He hasn't gotten this Brady thing wrong, but there's a lot of people who are ready to uh, who are ready to ready to take him out. Deion Hardison says Buck Rising greater than Adam, ESPN's Adam Schefter, and I would say no, I'm actually not. One, not in terms of what I'm paid. Schefter gets him. Schefter makes a hell of a lot more money than I do. And two, Schefter's got cut. I, it's hard enough for me to cover one team. I don't know. Adam, I would not want Adam Schefter's life. Adam Schefter's life seems like an eternal suffering. because I don't think that dude sleeps. I really don't. All right, let's move on. Uh, free site, best thing I saw on the internet this week. That's the question that I have for you is, uh, or this is the question that I have for you. It's the best thing that I saw on the internet this week. Of course, it's Brian Kelly. The question that I want to ask you, Brian Kelly's dance moves at LSU, hot or not? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about our friends that will keep you hot or cool, depending on your needs. It's Brian Mechanical. Perfect timing. B-R-Y-M-A-K. Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brymac has you covered commercially. Brymac has you covered residentially. Brymac Mechanical is the place that you go to get in your comfort zone. B-R-Y-M-A-K. Brymac Mechanical. Okay, so the question that we're asking you is this. Uh... Brian Kelly's dance moves, hot or not, that is how we need to start this. Now, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you are going to enjoy this video that I'm going to play for you because Brian Kelly has had an unbelievable offseason for how many different times he's gotten picked up on the internet for doing dumb shit. And I have to think he's doing it on purpose now because it just seems too ridiculous for it to not be on purpose. I said right foot creep, oh, walking with that eater. Look around, stay low, make sure they don't see you. Catch them bad, walk down, face them with that heater. The devil under your feature on your way to see them. Stretch me when I can't sleep, bang on when I see you. Play with me, you can't sleep, we got into the seashoe. You won't have no case, we range your shit soon as they face you. You won't have no space, we ain't your sex in two weeks. Hot or not, that's the question. Brian Kelly's dance moves. This is a free site. The best thing that I saw on the internet. It is utterly ridiculous what Brian Kelly is doing on TikTok. Uh, He looks like a creepy old dude in a club who's getting too close to a younger woman who's just out there trying to dance on a girl's night. You know what I'm saying? Like, Brian Kelly is, is doing too much. But what I will tell you, is that Brian Kelly has successfully created enough news around himself that I'm interested in now. I would never, ever care about LSU's offseason, ever, in a million years. But now, because of Brian Kelly, I'm hooked. I can't get enough. It is unbelievable to watch this man just seem tone deaf at any given turn. Um, Hot or not? I'll say hot. Honestly, it's hot. (laughs) I I want... I want more of those videos until the end of time. I really do. Brian, more Brian Kelly content, more fake accents, more, uh, more, uh, cringy dancing, more all of it, more Brian Kelly doing stupid shit at LSU. It's unbelievable. Brad Duff says worse than Urban Meyer. No, uh, Urban Meyer is no, he's not worse than Urban Meyer. Um, even though Brian Kelly does have some, uh, 
questionable to, to be gentle about it does have some questionable stuff in his background, particularly involving uh, sky lifts and uh, taping practice at Notre Dame, but we don't have to get into all of that today. Uh, Buck needs Kelly to start an OnlyFans, as Mr. Always Right. Uh, yes, I would take an OnlyFans. I would OnlyFans, but make it Brian Kelly cringy content. Yeah, sign me up. I'd pay. Uh, I have no idea what an OnlyFans costs. I'm sure there's varying tiers depending on what kind of content you're getting. But I would pay. I would pay ten dollars a month for cringy Brian content. One cringy Brian Kelly video a week. I would pay ten ninety nine a month for that. That would be worth it to me. All right. It's going to do it for us tonight. We're going to talk a ton of draft this week. I'm going to be at the Senior Bowl, flying down there tomorrow. I'm not going to be with you guys tomorrow on primetime because my flight to Mobile, Alabama, where all of the draft, uh, all of uh, a lot of the draft, uh, draft prospects will be. Ton of coaches, ton of scouts, ton of agents. I'm going to bring you guys back some information. And by the way, I'm bringing you to Mobile with me. It's just I'm going to be flying. Tomorrow night when we normally do prime time. So Luke Worsham is going to fill in for me. Sure, he'll have some Titans talk for you as well. And uh, when we see when we see each other next time on prime time, uh, we will do it from Mobile, Alabama, where I am going to talk to John Robinson um, about the Titans offseason and about uh, what they think about their quarterback situation because we haven't heard from J. Rob in quite some time. Enjoy your evening. Enjoy what remains of your weekend. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us a little later tonight. I know that uh, people have bedtimes and got to get up for work in the morning and all that, but it's always a pleasure. Thank you for your participation. And we will talk to you tomorrow on the radio show only, where there's going to be a ton of uh, Super Bowl talk and a ton of Tom Brady talk as well with Mike Giardi of the NFL Network. See you guys on primetime on Tuesday.